Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hassan, back with a brand new episode here in The Truth. Back with a brand new episode of an NFL Weekly Pick'em as we are going to give you guys our Week 8 NFL Picks. I am joined by nobody once again. It is just Niall here today. Only one show from AJ this week. You know, we both have busy schedules. I know I say this every show and I feel like a broken record for it. And I do apologize. I mean, it's great to have AJ on and I, I know he's ducking this week because I beat him in picks for the first time, but don't forget. We'll We'll talk about that in week nine when we're able to do the picks together, okay? We'll talk about in week nine how I was able to beat him once again, and um, it's going to be something that I'm really excited to do because I got eight right last week. He got five, so we're slowly starting to improve. Maybe this is the start of something special here in the truth. Maybe this is the start, this is the start of Niall getting his picks right. And, um, and AJ not. But anyways, guys, it is our weekly NFL Pick'em. I'm probably just going to go through this relatively quick. I talked a lot about some of these matchups in the Week 8 Fantasy Football slash NFL Preview. I did that yesterday. I recommend you guys go check that out because we still got a couple hours to the opening kicks of the NFL. Or, well, Week eight's already kicked off. I'm talking about the Sunday slate of NFL games. Hopefully you guys are excited for that. But anyways, guys, let's go ahead and take a look at Week 7. So in Week 7, uh, we both got the Saints wrong on Thursday Night Football at home against the Jaguars. Both got the Browns right at the Colts. I got the Patriots right at home against the Bills. You get the Bills wrong. Both got the Commanders wrong at the Giants. I got the Ravens right at home against the Lions. You get the Lions wrong. Both got the Bears right at home against the Raiders. Both got the Bucks wrong at home against the Falcons and the Rams wrong at home against the Steelers. Both got the Seahawks right at home against the Cardinals. Both got the Broncos right at home against the Packers. He got the Chiefs right at home against the Chargers. I got the Chargers wrong. And then I got the Eagles right. He got the Dolphins wrong on Sunday Night Football at home. And I got the Vikings right at home. He got the 49ers wrong. So 5 out of 13, 8 out of 13 for me. Let's go ahead and take a look at the first matchup here, Vikings and the Packers. We're both going to go ahead and go with the Vikings in this one. From my point of view, I think the Vikings do win here. The Vikings are 3-4. and four, The Packers are 2-4. and four. This is an NFC North battle. It's kind of ironic. I feel like at times, too, the Vikings win in Lambeau Field, but they lose at home against the Packers. And there's still two matchups this season, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings do lose at home against the Packers. But I think they go into Lambeau Field. This also is not a primetime game. and A primetime Lambeau Field game definitely changed the course in this one it's just a 12 o'clock kick the Packers have definitely struggled a little bit as of late and this is going to be an important game for both teams as far as winning the NFC North Division I mean it's going to be hard to you know be a wildcard team in the NFC North Division unless both teams are able to kind of turn a corner relatively soon and have success I don't really like picking the Vikings on the road but the Vikings are two and one on the road this season only one and three at home they're on a two-game win streak the Packers are on a three-game lose streak the Packers did just come off a bye so that might be to the benefit but I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Vikings winning on the road here Patriots traveling to Miami to take on the Dolphins. We both got the Dolphins in this one. Obviously, this is an interesting game. The Dolphins lost last week at Philadelphia on Sunday Night Football. The Dolphins are 5-2. and two. The Patriots are 2-5. and five. So best of the AFC East taking on the worst of the AFC East. I'm still going to go with the Dolphins. I know AJ's going with them as well. You know, the Patriots did kind of survive. They started off great against the Bills. The Bills kind of came back a little bit. But, um, you know, this is going to be an interesting battle. I think the air attack does come to fire here. It's in Miami. It's not in New England, which is two different weather climates. And uh, I think Tua, Tyreek, you know, Jalen Waddell, and even that offense as a whole gets clicking. I think the Patriots offense does stalemate a little bit. Their Patriots offense came to life last week against the Bills, but I think it stalemates in this one. I have the Dolphins winning this game here at home. 
Jets at the Giants. We both got the Jets. Battle of the New York team. So Jets are three and three. The Giants are not three and three. The Giants are two and five. They did win last week with Tyrod Taylor. I believe Daniel Jones is set to miss another game here with his neck injury. Which at this point, I think the Giants' offense has been playing better without him. And it seems like that's the case with a lot of backup quarterbacks. I don't know why. It just seems to be a trend, especially as of late. But Giants and the Jets. I would like to see the Jets win this game regardless. I would also like to see the Jets kind of get a little bit more consistency in their running game. Yeah, Brees Hall has been doing good but i think getting dalvin cook's important as well the jets can do something really special with this run game they could have two great running backs in dalvin cook and Brees hall who kind of complement each other obviously Brees hall is more of the pass catching running back and overall just dual threat running back but don't forget about dalvin cook as well he was very successful there in minnesota and maybe i have some bias towards it but i really think if they get that running game going they'll be effective saquon needs to get going as well i feel like the running game stalemates a bit more with the giants compared to uh, the Jets. I feel like the Giants' offensive line. I mean, both offensive lines aren't great. I think they're both relatively young, but I feel like the Giants' offensive line in particular is a bit lacking. And the Giants did win last week, fourteen to seven. Saquon Barkley had twenty-one rushes for seventy-seven yards, also three catches for forty-one yards and a touchdown. Tyrod eighteen for twenty-nine, two seventy-nine and two touchdowns. If he's able to do that, and the defense is able to play how they played last week, they'll be fine. But we're still gonna go with the Jets winning that one there. Jags at the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Steelers winning this game. Steelers shocked a lot of people, including myself, last week by winning on the road. They're 4-2. The AFC North division is kind of weird. Ravens are 5-2. Steelers and Browns are 4-2. And, and the Bengals are 3-3. Three and three. I like the Steelers in this one, though. I really do, especially at home against the Jaguars. you got to take into consideration, too. Like Playing a game at home is completely different than playing a game on the road. And um, in this one here, the Jaguars are coming into this matchup on a four-game win streak. The Steelers are on a two-game win streak. Should actually make for a really good battle. I think defense is going to be the, the cardinal one in here. I think the running games for the Steelers gets established. I think Najee continues. I believe Najee got his first touchdown or one of his first touchdowns of the uh, season last week. I think Kenny Pickett plays all right, but it's going to be one of those like 20 to 17 games where it's shortly contested. And could very much well be separated by a winning field goal, but I think the Steelers do beat the Jaguars at home. Titans are hosting the Falcons. I'm going to go with the Titans in this one. I have previously made a hot take on Twitter. Make sure you follow it at the truth as one, where I said that Derrick Henry is going to get traded by the trade deadline. And if you're a Titans fan, that sucks, but they're two and four right now. You might want to signal a rebuild. I am recording this the night before the pick'em, and they haven't named the starter. Originally in the week, I thought they said Will Levis was going to get the start, but they were going to run kind of a two-quarterback system with Malik Willis and Will Levis. Don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback. I think they have a far better chance if they have Will Levis. I think even with Malik Willis, they have a good chance to win. Let's not forget Malik Willis last year threw 5 for 16 against the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football and almost beat them. So he's able to do it tremendously strictly on the ground. Will Levis, I think, is more of a pocket passer. Kind of reminds me a lot of Kirk Cousins, and I love Kirk Cousins, obviously. Um, but I'm going to go with, you know, with the Titans winning this game regardless. I mentioned in the show last week, Titans got a good defense. and they were, They'll find a way to scrap together. They got creative with Derrick Henry throwing a touchdown, rushing for a touchdown. So they'll find some creativity there. But I definitely think the Titans are going to win. It's going to be a defensive battle, though. It's not going to be a high-scoring affair, to say the least. Texans and the Panthers. Ah, this is our first change of the season. Well, uh, the week, excuse me. We both guessed the first six games uh, the same. I'm going to go with the Panthers. He's going to go with the Texans. I feel like I'm just going to continue to go with the Panthers until they're able to win their first game. But as I mentioned last uh, show when I was talking with um, by myself, actually not with AJ, but about the Panthers, I think this is the week that they really get it done. The Panthers, you know, Bryce Young and the Panthers as a whole are going to try to become 
a team that wins, right? They're going to be trying to come get in the right path. And Bryce Young's got something to prove in this one. I talked a lot about it in that week. I think the Texans are still a bit fluky. Give me two more weeks. The Texans win the next two weeks. I'll say they're legit. But you got to bear in mind, the Texans have been playing the biggest schedule. they got one of the easiest schedules just because of where they placed last year. I don't know. I think the Panthers get it done. It wouldn't surprise me if the Texans win, but I feel like this Panthers team is one of the best 0-6 teams in history. They got a young defense. They obviously got a young offense. They got Adam Thielen, a veteran wide receiver. They've just kind of not had luck going their favor so far. So I think the Panthers do win. I think it's a must-needed game for the Panthers. And what happens if they get the number one pick? They're going to get tons of value by trading it for Caleb Williams because obviously they don't need Caleb Williams. They just drafted their franchise quarterback, or maybe they trade Bryce Young. Who knows? Rams at the Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Cowboys winning this game here. I said this was my lock of the week. I think the Rams are good. Don't get me wrong, but I think the Cowboys win this one. I think it's going to be a good offensive showcase. I think Dak Prescott plays great. I think Tony Pollard plays great. I feel like Tony Pollard has been limited a little bit or hasn't had the production that he's expected to have with Zeke gone, but I'm still going to go with the Cowboys winning here at home. Saints at the Colts. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts. He's going to go with the Saints. I think there's some bias in there. I don't think there's been a week that AJ has not picked the Saints, but I'm going to go with the Colts. Look, the way they were able to get Jonathan Taylor going last week was huge. Zach Moss has been playing great, and I think that's going to be their recipe for success. The Saints team hasn't been playing great as well. Look, the Saints are sitting with a 3-4 and four record. The Colts are sitting with a 3-4 and four record as well. If the Saints want to win this game, they got to get Alvin Kamara in the end zone. They just have not been able to do that. They've been mixing in some packages with Taysom Hill, obviously. Derek Carr, probably not fully healthy, hasn't been playing great as well. So it just hasn't been working for them thus far, and they need to get back in the swing of things if they want to have any chance of having success. And I think as time goes on, they will be able to have you know that type of success. But for me, I just got to see it to believe it. I thought the Saints would be playing a lot better, have a lot better record, especially with having probably the six easiest games of the season to start the year. And um, it just hasn't been working out for them. But once they're able to get in the end zone and get clicking, then this team's going to be very scary. I think Gardner Mitchell hasn't been playing great. I mean, I think he's been playing enough. But, you know, the shootout they had with the Browns last week, he's got a, he played really well. So if their defense is able to stop Alvin Kamara, I think they're poised. I think if the, the Colts aren't able to do that, then the Saints are going to worry with the victory. But at Indianapolis, I got the Colts. Eagles and Commanders. I got the Commanders at home. I talked about this uh, in one of my games last week as well. He's got the Eagles. I don't know. You know, the, the Eagles play New York and New York. I mean, they didn't have a lot of success. It's a difficult environment to play, difficult weather. I think similar things there with the Commanders. You know, I don't know the weather to begin with, and I know Philadelphia is a tough place to play regardless, but I think in this NFC East division battle, as I mentioned last week, Jalen Hurts in the offense is going to struggle. I think Sam Howell will be great, but I think Brian Robinson has his breakout game. It's going to be a low-scoring game, maybe like a 19-13, to 13, something like that. Commanders do come away with a victory. Browns at the Seahawks. He's got the Seahawks. I got the Browns. I don't like the Seahawks. I really don't. I've never really liked the Seahawks, especially with Geno Smith. I thought he played fine, especially to start last season, but I thought he cooled down as of late. The Seahawks are 4-2 thanks to Kenneth Walker and the ability that he's been able to play. And on the flip side, I already forgot the team they're playing. The Browns, excuse me. Good gosh. They are 4-2 and two as well. So battle of the 4-2s and twos is in Seattle. Obviously, it's never easy to play. They got the 12th man for a reason. You know, the crowd is absolutely insane. But I think the Browns take care of business on the road here. This is also an interesting battle because it's going to be Geno Smith versus P.J. Walker with Deshaun Watson out. So who's going to come away with the victory? I believe Jerome Ford's out as well. So if you're a Kareem Hunt fantasy owner, make sure you start him in your fantasy lineups. I think Kareem Hunt has not necessarily his breakout game. I thought he kind of had a breakout game last week. But get some of his respect back that he feels like he deserves this week. And it's a, it's a good game for Kareem Hunt. It's a good game for the Browns. They come away with the victory on the road. Ravens at the Cardinals. We both got the Ravens in this one. The Cardinals, I believe, are 1-6, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double-check that real quick. Yeah, they're 1-6. Uh, the Ravens are 5-2. and two. 
I think Lamar struggles. I think this is actually a low-scoring game here. I don't think this is a high-scoring game at all. Um, I definitely think that you know it's going to be a low-scoring game here. I'm not convinced. I don't know at the moment. I don't think Kyler Murray is playing in this game. I believe he is listed as doubtful. He is quote-unquote fully healthy, though. I think this there's one more week. Um, I think at least I think week nine is when he comes back, but at the moment I don't think he's starting It's not like they necessarily want to have him pit, uh, play this week Obviously, they'd love to have him play but I think they kind of know their fate and where they're at I mean they got the Ravens this week and then they take on the Browns next week They can either play him at the Browns next week or the Falcons at home And then they got the Falcons Texans and Rams they can work with but nonetheless I don't think it's gonna matter. I mean even if Kyler Murray's back in the week this week I think the Ravens are too good. I think their offense does cool. I th- set a hot take that Lamar has three turnovers doesn't mean I don't think they're going to win I just think the Ravens offense is going to cool especially with how great they played last week Chiefs at the Broncos he's got the Chiefs and I got the Broncos look the Chiefs are on a six game win streak I think that comes to an end the Broncos I believe are two and five the Broncos obviously have been very disappointed this season but they won last week and that's the right thing to do get in the right direction you know you look at a team like the Chiefs and the Broncos it's expected that the Chiefs continue their domination of the Broncos but I think this week at home I think the Broncos are able to get it done being at home, especially in an interdivisional matchup, is so important. A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of home teams end up winning the games anyways, but the Chiefs are just so good they might just demolish them or the Broncos might be able to step up. I think the Broncos are too good to be 2-5. and five. They've invested too much in Russell Wilson and Sean Payton to be 2-5. and five. I think they kind of get a statement win. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? Absolutely not. But I think they beat the Chiefs here at home. I think Russell Wilson has a good game. I think the offenses both have a good game. Mile High City for the reason. Let the ball fly. Both quarterbacks have success. But I think the Broncos do come out with the victory, and I hope they do at least because I feel like I've been betting against the Chiefs every week, uh, especially as of late. Niners and the Bengals. This is my big game here, big game of the week. I got the Niners winning at home. We both got the Niners to that fact. I wanted to put the Bengals so bad. And if the 49ers would have won either last week against the Vikings or the week before that against the Browns, I would have. But I don't see this 49ers team being as good as they are, even with a couple injuries to you know go on a three-game losing streak. They might. They very well might. I mean, this is a, a game that's huge for the Bengals. They're 3-3. Three and three. Obviously, coming off a of bye week, they're fully refreshed. They're going into a different, uh, difficult environment in Santa Clara in California. I don't know. For me, I'm going to go ahead and go with the 49ers winning. Brock Purdy is healthy as well. It's not that I'm saying that Sam Darnold isn't very liable, but Brock Purdy fits that offense so well that you know it might just be potential for him to have success, and Brock Purdy's definitely struggled as of late. I think this is a good game. I don't necessarily say it's going to be a high or low-scoring game. It's just going to be a good, fun game. Good, fun game. Good, fundamental game of football, which we all love to see, but I think the 49ers do win this game here. It wouldn't blow past me if the Bengals do win, though. Sunday Night Football, Bears of the Chargers. We both got the Chargers. Tyson Badgett got his first win last week uh, as a starter. I believe he doesn't play as well this week. I think he has a little bit of a hangover effect here. But, uh, you know, for the Chargers, I'd be curious to see. They're on a two-game lose streak, two games I thought they should win. They're still my Super Bowl favorite. Obviously dealing with uh, some injuries and, and haven't been, um, you know, getting in great in particular. But I think this is a perfect opportunity for them to bounce back this week and have success. I think this is a perfect game for them. I think it'd be more interesting if it was the Bears fully healthy with Justin Fields compared to having Tyson Badgett. But Herbert the Pervert should be able to get it done. If the Chargers can't win this week against a depleted Bears team, I don't know. Maybe I think all hope for their season's loss because they should definitely win this game here at home. And then finally, Raiders at the Lions. He's got the Lions. I got the Raiders. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just a Lions hater. Maybe I think the Vikings are going to win, the Lions are going to lose, and we're going to be one game from the NFC North lead or tied for the NFC North lead, I should say. But I think the Lions, you know, they play good. I think the Raiders get it done. I don't know who's the starting quarterback for the Raiders, but it's just one of those things on Monday Night Football. It's going to be low scoring, though. I think a lot of people are expected to be high scoring. Don't don't get it twisted. It's going to be low scoring. That's just how Monday Night Football games work. But for me, I don't know. I'm just trusting the Raiders. I'm trusting Josh Jacobs. I feel like he's been completely irrelevant this year. Same with Devontae Adams. Get those guys going, whether the quarterback is Aiden O'Connell, Brian Hoyer, Jimmy Garoppolo, and the Raiders do come away with a victory. They play good defense, and that's one of the kryptonites the Lions has been teams play good defense against them. So we'll see, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. He's got the Lions. So we got a couple of picks that are different this week. Anyways, guys, hope you guys did enjoy that. If you guys did, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter. The Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information and value. Make sure you follow The Truth on Instagram and TikTok as well at the.tt.truth. A lot of fun and exciting stuff on there. As mentioned, hopefully next week we're able to get AJ back in the mix of things here, and hopefully we get a full week of AJ and I on the show. But if not, I will man it up and do it once again. We do appreciate you guys' support as always. And as always, I'm your host, One Love You Most. The one you love the most, Niall Hassan, joined by myself. Take care and good night.